76. My name is Jason Ariola, your host, and joining me today is John Lucero. Hello. Uh, sorry for the couple weeks off there, John. Uh, well, I guess it was just a week off, but yeah, John, John took a little vacation, and I just needed a mental break from everything. So I was like, okay, I need to. Yeah, just, it was yeah. it was a good video game break too. I didn't really play anything while I was gone, so I came back like wanting to play games again. That's good. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 It's always nice to take a little little step away sometimes and do that stuff. So, okay. Um. So we've got a couple weeks worth, actually probably more like a month worth of stuff that we've been playing just because of E3. We didn't really talk about what we've been playing lately. And I've got a, about a month and a half, five weeks worth of stuff I bought, which actually is a surprisingly small list considering the amount of time. But um. anyway, so let's get started with what we've been playing. Uh, John, do you want to kick us off with, let's go with Perception at first. Let's get the, uh, let's get the, let's get the. Let's start from the bottom and work our way to the top. How's that? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I uh, I played Perception. It is a horror-ish game from uh, the Deep End games. Uh, I believe it's ex-Bioshock devs were, uh, formed the studio. Yeah. yeah. I and uh, I think it might... Uh, maybe ex-System Shock 2. I know there there's a lot of lineage there. But anyway, um, spiritual oh. su- successors and whatnot. Uh, yeah, in Perception you play as a blind uh, girl named Cassie and that is a I mean that's a pretty unique thing for a game you don't you don't really come across the uh, uh, a player a player character being blind that often yeah and uh, to get around in the game you use her walking stick and you kind of like daredevil it like Ben Affleck daredevil it <laughs> and uh, so real quick um, is there any point in this game where you actually don't see anything at all? Uh, yes, if you don't move, I believe everything, if you're in, well, as long as you're nothing in the room is making sound like a vent or a radio or something, mm-hmm. and you don't move, I it's kind, I think it's just pitch black, Okay. so you can't see anything. Um, footsteps cause little vibrations, you know, to get, and you can look at the floor, you can look at your feet, kind of uh, navigate that way. When you hit stuff with your cane, it sends like vibrations through the room. And gives you a, a much broader picture depending depending on what you hit. Like if you hit some metal, it'll make the most noise, and you get the biggest picture. And uh, and I think the the sound design is the best part of the game. It's 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 uh it's really well done, which is good because that's like a very important part of the game. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. if they if yeah. they uh, if they fumble that one, that would yeah. probably kill it. Yeah, and so like a lot of varied sounds, you can always kind of tell what you hit. Uh, just based on the sound of it, so that's uh, that's kind of cool. And but all that's great and all, but uh, it game's boring as shit, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, okay uh, when you uh, to prevent you from spamming this ability to see, to like just you know to see whatever you want whenever you want basically. Uh-huh. Um, they have this thing called the presence in the house. That Cassie has gone back to to in, investigate because it's been haunting her. It's been haunting her dreams for a while now. Okay. She wants to figure out what's going on with this house, so she finds this house. And inside, what you're exploring, if you make too much noise, the presence will appear and will chase you and kill you if you don't hide. A la amnesia, or many many games since amnesia. Yeah, aliens uh, isolation most recently yeah. probably. Outlast, um, but. The the unfortunate part about that is that there's no indication as to how much noise you can make before it happens. There's no meter. There's no like the, like the game will say will give you like a, a warning at one at some point, 
Um, but that's still kind of vague because you can still kind of make a decent amount of noise before it happens. And it's kind of inconsistent too. Okay. So I found myself, instead of just doing that, just kind of walking most of the time using my feet, my foot vibrations to, to like travel. So that led to me just basically spending most of the game staring at the, staring at the floor and walking. Whilst, and when the game attempted jump scares, I was generally looking down when they happened, so they didn't oh, really well, see them. That's handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I did, but when I did see them, I spent like more time trying to figure out what the hell I just saw than actually being scared of it in any way. Oh, okay. Like just trying to you know make it out because you know you're blind. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that does sort of uh, hurt your yeah. perception. The, the, uh. the idea of a jump scare in a game where you're blind is, is really odd. <laughs> I, I'm sure there is. There are way, good ways to do it, but apparently not. So, yeah, this, that's this one kinda, didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, this is a very much a gone homeish kind of game uh, where you're exploring this house and the but where where it differs from Gone Home and like a week a, in a weaker way is that in Gone Home at least you had the uh, you were you were exploring on your own. You didn't really have a like a a, a guide while you were doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was small areas, but you. I mean, at least you were had the idea of like investigating stuff. And this, you have a constant sixth sense ability, which always highlights where your goal is. So. Oh, so this house she so, has, she's never been to, but she has this yeah. uh, sense of where she needs to go. Okay. Yeah, constantly you always know uh, where the goal is. Hmm. So it feel in the end, it just feels like you're a, a weird checklist of just walking from one end of the house, this labyrinthian house to the to the next. Um. Touching like random objects that trigger basically audio files you just sit there and listen to. Um, uh, they do a cool thing in the house where they keep uh, each chapter. There's four chapters. Um, it's set in a different time period with the house with a with a different owner, and you're kind of trying to figure out what happened to that owner each in each time period. And uh, so that that that's kind of cool and. As you travel through the house and it changes, you kind of—I mean—the ch- uh, changes make a big difference. You can you can uh, t- you can tell when rooms are completely different than they were the last time. That, so that's kind of neat. That sounds like that. Um, oh god, what, what was that? It just came out like a month ago. What remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, I mean, I'm meaning to play that game. Um, see, I do I do like games like this. I don't want people to think I, this is not like my kind of genre. I do like good versions of these games. Like I love Gone Home, and I plan on playing Edith Finch. And, uh, so this is just not a good one of those okay. <laughs> from what I, yeah, from what I can tell, uh, it, it's, it's not scary. It's, I, I mean, it's like a, it's the longest three hours of I've ever spent in a game. <laughs> it's, okay. a, it's such a slog. It's such a slog. It, it felt like, cause I was just going from point to point. Oh God, jump scare, whatever. Um, and the the revelations about what happened to the people were interesting at times. Uh, the voice acting was iffy, but uh, the the stories the stories themselves were were okay. Cat Cassie's writing is really strange. She's Man, you know this this sounds I, I'm getting a sense of deja vu about a game we were supposed to do a game club on uh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, you uh okay talking about Soma? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah okay. except that was 15 hours of slogging so 
Soma has good writing in it, though. So, Sometimes. Yeah. You no, know, the whole time. It's great. Soma's got a great story. It's a fantastic story. Anyone that likes... I'm sorry. I wasn't, uh, listening, to a, I wasn't listening to a book on tape while I was uh, playing the game. So, no, I don't think it does, but... <laughs> anyway, perception. <laughs> um... Where was I at? I lost. I lost my train of thought. You know, you yeah. you you stumbled about like a blind person. Like we spun you around, and now you have yeah. no idea where you are. So. Oh, I do. I do remember. I was gonna say Cassie's dialogue is very strange. She's kind of really aloof, and she has she always drops like a one liner when a weird like weird shit happens, and she doesn't seem to like react in any fearful way to anything happening in this house to her. Like no normal person should be this okay with what's going on in the house at all. Like she's traveling through time. There's a monster in the house that'll kill you if you make too much noise. And uh, but she seems pretty okay with it most of the time. And then she'll drop a one-liner. To, well, but see, uh, when you're blind, you can't be you can't you can't get jump scared constantly because everything would jump scare you and you would probably just <laughs> die of a heart attack. You can't. Like, ah! yeah. Um. Oh, and at one point there is. The, to, to mix up the gameplay, that's kind of like, I don't really know. It's not. It's kind of a stealth section. It's not really a stealth section. Uh, but there are enemies in the game that have guns at one point, and they will shoot you on sight. And if you get shot three times, you have to start back at the beginning. Every time you die, you start in the foyer of the house. So, okay. so you have to make your way back to where you were and then try it all over again. And let me tell you, Jason, this game, the controls in this game were not designed... <laughs> uh, to evade gunfire of any kind. You know, uh, uh, somehow that does not surprise me in the least. Yeah, so I used my I used my Soma skills to just sprint past everything so I didn't have to deal with the terrible controls and, and uh, enemy encounters. <laughs> uh, which it didn't my, even, it sometimes did not work. My Soma just, skills uh, involve falling asleep in the middle of a plot device. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> deep press. <laughs> did you say deep breasts breaths oh i did not say i, I don't was like I, I was like there's there i was gonna say deep, they're not supposed to be deep i think that's uh that's supposed to be the other way around buddy they're very they're very <laughs> concave okay <laughs> uh it's like swiss cheese uh anyway yeah the the end of the game is kind of cool it kind of brings the story together in a in a interesting way okay so that's that was, that at least made getting to the end kind of worth it. But it was, I, like I said in my review, I, I I wish the ending was in a better game, because <laughs> the, it's like it was a, it's a it's got some cool horror ideas in there, but just doesn't capitalize on any of it. It's really just a walking simulator that's hard to walk in because you can't see. So <laughs> it's, you sp- I spent most of my time just walking around in circles in the dark trying to figure out where my next goal trying to figure out how to get to the goal sounds like exciting yeah it's uh it's a it's a blast it's a it's a, a rootin tootin good time out <laughs> in perception but yeah my reviews on the site uh you'll if you want uh i gave it a two out of five not the most uh uh you know sparkling Ringing review of the game there yeah so yeah, that's perception. It's, it was it was a bummer. I wanted to like it. It was just kind of a bummer. So. Yeah, yeah that kind of sounds like uh like the game I'm going to talk about now, Drifting Lands. Um. So, I don't know. I I don't know if I've really made it um. 
well known or I've talked about them enough or uh, at all really. But like I'm a, I really like shooters. Uh, you know, the side scrolling, vertical shooting, shmups, if you will. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy those. I enjoy that genre quite a bit. I, 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 I put in the, I guess, impression I put up on the site because I didn't fully review it because I didn't finish this thing. But um, that this is this is a genre that I've always enjoyed. I've never been like great at. Like no one would get a kick out of watching me play this thing or play these things, but I'm good enough that I can get through most of them. So, um, do you prefer the uh, side side scrolling or like top down? I, uh, version? I don't really have a preference, honestly. I I think maybe top down for me. I don't know. I, I just like Ikaruga a lot, so maybe that's why I like. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a uh, side scrolling shooter, which uh, you know, it, like I said, I, I saw that and I was like, okay. And then I saw with RPG elements and roguelike elements, I'm like, oh man, okay, you have got my attention. I mean, that just that right there, that sounded like, oh, this sounds like one of uh, a a a tailor made game for Jason. <laughs> um, started playing it and this. The story was not great, and the I don't know, like the writing just right off the bat, it was just weird. I mean, I didn't, I don't even think I went. No, I didn't go over this at all in the impression because I wanted to get the mechanics over. Because I mean, you know, you can't imagine a story in a shooter is going to be interesting. So uh, this thing held up that end of my expectations anyway. Um, the I mean, they were just grammatical and or just yeah, grammatical errors, typos, and just like okay, this is this, okay. Um. Once you actually get in the shooting, the first few levels feel pretty competent. Um, they don't throw anything too crazy at you, and you feel like you're well-equipped to deal with it. And then you start, I'd say, like the ninth level, and it, they go from kind of short bursts, I'd say like maybe a minute or two, to I was in a stage where I was like literally flying through for about five or six minutes, and for a shooter stage that is entirely too long that's um, really long because it's so you know, those games are naturally repetitive mm-hmm. so yeah that's uh, no that's my, a big no-no my big issue with the length of that is a lot of these things like i think in this one like there's so much like loot you want to collect and everything to upgrade your ship but uh, just some of the things this thing throws at you uh the the, the enemy patterns are completely randomized uh, you can start seeing sort of patterns of sorts after a while, but there's no, like, okay, there's no memorization to it. Like, there would be, like, Ikaruga, Gradius, or anything along those lines. This is just, okay, well, these things kind of do this when they, when they pop up here, so I should use these abilities. And like I said, there's there's so much to this game that, like, it just reeks of, like, oh, this should, this should hit on all cylinders, but it really kind of doesn't. Um, there's abilities that you can equip and map to the, um, you know, the, the face buttons, uh, there's automatic abilities, basically, that um, the two that I use most commonly was, like, auto-escape, where if you run out of health, you'll automatically flee. This way you don't, like, you have a better chance of not having an item break or losing your ship altogether. Um, it's, there's just so much to this game that it just, it just did not click with me. The shooting does not feel great. Like, I adjusted the sensitivity as, like... I, I went every direction I could with it and I could not find a good like feeling for that thing. The loot is there's too much of it and some of it's the amount of increase to the stats uh, is so minimal that it uh, it just it feels like you're just slogging through a bunch of trash to find like something that might work out a little better for you. It's really kind of frustrating like the loot system is just I mean like 
just the UI for the item system is just not great either. It's kind of hard to figure out what goes where, uh, what you've got stored so you can sell it. It's it's not even very clear like when you go to sell the stuff, um, like how you sell it. There's a button towards or on the like left side of the menu that you can sell like all common, all rare items or whatever. But it wasn't until like my third trip to the thing that I realized, oh, you can or you know into the shop that I realized you could actually sell these items like one by one rather than get rid of like mm -hmm. just so a batch. And I was like, okay. So they don't even like point it out. You can do that in the game. Nope. So you get a just, that's that's great. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's. The thing that really kind of got me, like, towards the end of my time with this game was there was a mission where you're supposed to drop uh, cargo out of an airlock, which just involves you pressing start and just dumping an item. I did it every single time. As soon as they said drop the cargo, I would go and pause it, and I would just dump everything my ship had picked up because I didn't know which one it had given me, and I would fail that. And it's just... I did that three or four times and I just gave up that mission of frustration. I'm like, okay, I don't need to do this one. This is a side mission. No big deal. I'll just skip it. I go to the uh, main, the, the next main mission and it's a stackable one, which means like you get like three stages. You have to go back to back to back on. And the third one yeah. is one of those five minute long ones. And <laughs> it was just incredibly tedious. I kept just, it took me a few tries to get through it and i just was like okay you know what i i'm just not enjoying my time with this game I, I plunked about four hours into this game and that was that was not time well spent for me i there was another game we'll, i'm going to talk about here that sort of got the same i guess or scratched kind of the same itch for me except okay. it did it much better uh this thing it just like i said just when the shooter elements of the game that it relies so heavily on is not the you know hitting it's yeah, this game is just not great to play, so it's a bummer. Like I said, the just the, the idea of this the, game seemed seemed really up my alley. Is the enemy design like ship variety? Is there is it interesting at least? No, it look good? Not really. It's no. I mean it's it's pretty like yeah. pretty like I guess like shiny sci fi type thing. I mean if if you're thinking like I'm trying to think uh like think like flight of the navigator basically is what okay I'm thinking of like, ship <laughs> okay. Design -wise, like what you're uh, up against and then your ships are just kind of like these like i don't know they almost look like mass effect guns to a point which is kind of <laughs> ridiculous okay. is uh are there are there boss i'm sure there are boss fights are those memorable at all no. like those games usually have like really bombastic huge boss nope. fights so you nope. no 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 that either nope none of that okay. either yeah <laughs> Yeah, all right. This game sounds right up my alley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I I went through the press release and just all the everything they you know they hit. I was like, oh man, this game sounds great. I you know, like I said, the first few minutes playing with the uh, the story going, I was like, okay, I can just skip all the cutscenes. That's no big deal. I don't really care about the story. It seems stupid, and there's typos everywhere, and they refer to characters as. There was one character they referred to her as two different names without any indication as to why they referred to her as the second name. <laughs> And then you find out, like, oh, I'd say four or five chapters later that that's actually her sec her, her last name. You're like, oh, well, uh. that explains it. Okay. So it's like it went from whatever, like, it's just like, I, a little context would be good. No? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, the only saving thing for this thing is the music. I thought the, mu the soundtrack was pretty cool, but not enough to really, like, I don't, I don't want to say, like, warrant me purchasing the soundtrack because I don't think I really want a memory of this game sticking around for very long, so... I mean, it'll it'll be on the site forever, Jason. So you never never forget. Yeah, right? that's yeah. that's true. Yeah, I, I totally nine eleven this thing. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, totally nine eleven drifting lance. Never forget it. Yeah.
So yeah, never get never get your hopes up with games like these. So and yeah, that's that's definitely yeah, what so I'm not gonna a couple, do. A couple bummer games out of the bat, you know, a lot of high energy in this podcast right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, I figure yeah, I figured yeah. we get this out of the way because it just yeah we need we yeah. need to we need to build up I think to the uh, to the uh, new yeah. section here. Okay, so um that yeah that's Drifting Lands. I I really don't recommend it as a RPG fan, as kind of a roguelike fan, and as a shooter fan, I do not recommend this thing because it doesn't do any of those things particularly well. <laughs> okay, so it does. It succeeds at none of the things it was trying to succeed at. All right. Yeah, that's, pretty uh, much. Yeah, if I was gonna rank this or rate this thing, I probably would have given it a two because I mean it. It's not broken. Yeah. Like, so same with same with perception. Like it works just like it wants to, as as intended. That's the problem, though. It works as intended. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, yeah. What yeah. what it intended to do was not particularly great. So okay. Anyway, uh, let's move on. John, what is the other thing you were playing this week? Uh, after hearing some buzz about it, a little bit of buzz, I played, I picked up get even for $30, uh, and have not regretted that one bit. That I is, was just going to say, God is, tell me that this is going to turn yeah. out positively. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a, it is definitely a diamond in the rough. It has, it, it looks like a last gen game. <laughs> yeah, I would not, if you told me this game was on last gen, I would totally believe you. It, uh, a lot of frame rate issues, texture pop in constantly. All that jazz. The shooting doesn't feel that great either. But okay, so it has me. has yeah. Get that out of the way real quick. What it does have is a lot of, is a lot of style and some good writing and a good mystery to it. Because you all right, the game opens and you play as Cole Black, video game name generator extraordinaire. <laughs> um, yeah. And you you wake up in this like looks like Eastern European. Uh, burned bombed out city area ish and uh you get this message that says save the girl and from there on out you uh you make your way through this early op- prologue mission and to this to this girl but you the your mission or whatever it is goes ro- goes wrong and you the next time you wake up you're in a insane asylum and you have this device on your head and this a uh, guy on a t- on a TV screen and within interphones who calls himself Red is tells you that you came to this facility uh, to get your memories back and figure out what happened. And the rest of the story of that game is to figure out what happened and also figure out what kind of person Cole is uh, because you don't really know him. You just met him. I mean, he he's uh, he's as much a mystery to you as he is himself. Yes. So you're trying to figure out if was he is he a good person? Was his like was his mission? Uh, for the right reasons, who is red? There's a, lo- a lot of mystery in this game, and it's it's you uh, as you travel to the ins- uh, asylum, you use your phone with a lot of different um, gadgets on it to investigate the, uh, like photos and bodies and stuff strewn around the place. And it's you, p- you slowly piece together stuff over time. And then you also use the device in your head to go into your memories and try to piece together your your memories. Um, so and they they do that in a lot of cool visual ways. Well, uh, they're 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 cool st- style wise. They don't look great, of course, because it's like I said, not a pretty game per yeah. se. Uh, but it's and the section I just played in particular was very uh, was pretty cool. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything because you know stories like the driving factor of this. But it's it's uh, the mystery is a bit of a it's a bit of a drip feed because you're you you jumping through a lot of different parts of his mind, and but 
it has kept me hooked the entire time. I think I feel like I'm at least halfway through it right now. I definitely intend to see it through. Also, throughout the game, you make you make a bunch of you can make a bunch of choices like to to help people or not, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And your and your uh, choices do play out in the game in meaningful ways. Actually, it's like like I ch- like choosing just the first guy you meet, you can choose to let him out or not. And that you see that um, the result of that pretty like in, in like multiple ways too. So that was kind of cool. Like from minor to ma- like this one choice had a very minor effect and then a very major one too later on, even later on. So yeah, that, that's been kind of cool. It makes me want to probably run through this game at least one more time to see, to see that. So yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's one of those like really nice surprise games that you didn't really, you weren't expecting much from. And, uh, no, I wasn't, I didn't even know it existed until it popped up. I, on, uh... I had heard the name and I knew it got delayed a month for something, some, uh, thing happened in May, I think some shooting, I think, I think it might've been in the UK. Oh, they, you know what? The wasn't U- it the bombing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The bombing It was the yeah. bombing. So they, and they delayed it because of, uh, it was coming out like that week or around that same time. So that's when I heard about it. Okay. But I yeah, it's it's like I said, it's only thirty bucks. I think that's the stand. I think that's its standard price too. And I think so, right now, if you have uh, Xbox Gold, it's uh, I think it's twenty. Oh, uh, that's uh, awesome. I don't, I I don't think it was any cheaper on Plus. I think it was just thirty. That's what I got it on. I don't think I got a discount. I might not, I might not have noticed. No, but, it's uh, it's definitely full price on the PlayStation yeah. Store right now. I, I checked. Yeah, that. but thirty bucks is totally totally worth it for this game. It's uh. It's uh, it's uh, pro- I think it's I've heard nine to ten hours long. So you get that, you get a good story, uh, you get some there's some cool gadgets in it, even if they're kind of clunky to use. But yeah, I got guess it's my full recommendation right now. So yeah, that's good. It's it's it was a nice change of pace from perception. <laughs> so actually, you know, yeah. Nice. Yeah, uh, right now it's twenty dollars ninety nine cents, so twenty one bucks on uh, on Xbox Live Gold, and it's actually twenty four right now uh, for just everybody basically. Yeah, on Xbox. absolutely worth it. So yeah, so if you're an Xbox guy, that's uh, yeah, seems like a way to go. I I think I might actually pick this one up. It seems kind of interesting. So just yeah, uh, going through uh, my next game, I'm going to talk about uh, Cladoon Returns. This is Sengoku. This is a very long game, and man, I. I, I, I remember the original title. being pretty long. Uh, yeah, yeah, long <laughs> title too. But yeah, I remember the original being a fairly long game and didn't really connect with me very much. But this one really is kind of hitting it. So uh, what I talked about before with uh, Drifting Lands being a roguelike, um, you know, all these RPG elements and everything. This game really kind of does everything Drifting Lands do- or tries to do a lot better. I don't know if you really know the story. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Like. You're dead. You wake up in a ghost world, and um, oh, okay. you're trying to re- retrieve your memories because you don't have any. I mean, you know, surprise, surprise, a, a game, a video game where you have amnesia. Um, Who plays games with amnesia in it? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, anyway. it's so unusual. Yeah. So unique premise, totally. Yeah. Um, well, so basically, the whole the whole thing is you go through these uh, like five stages per chapter to grind out uh, like Lou, and you know, basically, you like free somebody who helps you sort of or you help it really it, it's it's totally like there's it's just arbitrary why those things are there like you you could totally just do this game with like nothing to it there like no story needs to be involved in this thing at all um 
So what Drifting Lands didn't do right was the grinding aspect. It was literally just you going through the old stages again just to get loot. Like, literally, like, nothing driving you to go back at all. Uh, what Cladoon Returns does properly with this is uh, it gives you not just the regular chapters, but after you finish a chapter or even a stage on a chapter, you unlock uh, an extra dungeon, which lets you unlock a new, um, we'll, we'll get into this, a new soul, basically, to use okay. in your party. And I'll get into that too in a minute. <laughs> wait, you have a party in this game? Um, it's a little, yeah. Well, so, I'll get, in, I'll get wait, into it. So you, when you when you beat an area, you get a, you open a, a side dungeon, like a, an optional dungeon to go like grind in. Basically, is what you just said. That's sort of. Persona Five did a very similar thing. Well, so that's kind of, I, un- and I like that a lot. You unlock so. a side dungeon that you can unlock another character to add to your uh, party again. I'll get, okay. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, yeah. So it gives you another option to kind of, you know, rather than just the same levels over and over again, uh, there's also, I forget when you unlocked it specifically, maybe it was like the second or third, after you beat the second or third chapter, but there's also these random, completely randomized dungeons that uh, you can go get loot, you can go get money okay. in, and I mean, those are like great because it, it's got a definite like risk reward system where you can like you have to go through these gates and the gates will either they don't just all appear at this or you know um at the end of each level or yeah through uh, on each stage you don't get or i guess it's a floor of these things I, I, these are like those like 99 or 100 level floors or, or you know yeah, like dungeons this, or whatever it sounds just like uh persona 5's mementos it's mm-hmm. uh you know just it unlocks over time. Slowly unlocks over time, and you get to do. It's just a a good way to grind because it's not the same thing and it's procedural. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. That's, I, that's, that sounds cool. I like yeah. That. So that's uh. So it, it definitely like it. Pl- it gives you something to plunk away at while doing this. Uh, progression wise, it moves pretty briskly. Like I mean, you can. One, I would say the chapters are no more than like I. I don't think I've spent more than six minutes in a in a in a stage. I can't, okay. I'm trying to think real hard of a stage I I've spent six minutes in, but. It, or more than that. Um, also, to kind of drive you to go back, it also unlocks, like, um, as you've gone through them, uh, there's, like, a, a like a little quest box thing you can go, and it'll say, go kill this many things, and go kill this many things, and you'll get, um, you know, loot, you'll get... I, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell fame does in this game. I have no idea, but it'll unlock fame points for you. Okay. Um, there's, you know, you can unlock more money or, you know, get more money that way. And I think you can have, I think five or six of these active at the same time. So you like one, you kind of always want to have is like, you know, earn this amount of money, at the, you know, so this way, when you go through and do some of the other ones, you can just keep kind of keep accumulating to that total. So it gives you plenty of reasons to go back, even if you don't particularly need to. And once you get stronger, like the like like right now, I'm I'd say halfway through chapter six, like chapter one, like there's nothing in there that does like anything damaging to me whatsoever. I mean, it you know causes some damage, but like I just one shot everything, even the boss of the uh, of the end of the first chapter. I, I just one shot at this point. I'm so so much stronger than it. So it's like, it, okay. it's literally just a, like, oh, hey, let's go through and just kind of clear these things out real quick and get more loot and get more money. So it, it causes a nice loop and a nice reason to go back to these things. So the party thing I'm, I was getting at here, uh, man, the equipment and like the buff thing in this game is, it's really hard to describe. So Okay. You 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 are a you play as a lord, right? You are the main sure. you, you, whatever character you are is is the lord character. You can have and I think you can unlock more as the game goes. I haven't unlocked any yet, but uh you can have up to two vassals 
who sure. they're effectively like support characters. They don't actually do anything combat wise, but their stats, um, th- they level up as you go and th- they actually gain better stats as you go than you do. So it's a little weird. What? Wait, so do you switch to them? Like, can you switch between characters? Yes, or... you can. You can. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So the, so the character I've been mainlining, I'll 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 throw him in as a as a vassal for a while just to get him better stats. And yeah. So and there's, God, six or maybe six different classes you can pick. I mean, a few of them are kind of I don't know. You don't really notice much of a difference with them, but it yeah. Anyway, um. So the party system. So these these characters add more stats to you. They, uh, the biggest thing they do basically is, um, sort of a, a shield effectively around you. Uh, so if they have say, I think like my weakest one right now, um, is like 22 hit points or whatever. It will take 22 hit points of damage before it goes away. And then your second vassal will take damage for you. So basically it's just a, like a hit point buffer for you. Um, on the side of this, you can equip stuff that will use SP, and but you can like buff your stats too so it's uh, yeah there's just so much depth to this game and like i said this is the stuff that like drifting lands was trying to do but this did it so much better um there's only certain items you can equip in certain slots but it's very clear as to what goes where like you go and like click on that or quick or click on that square to put that item in there and only the ones that will work in there will pop up it also gives you a nice little tutorial that teaches you all this so i mean it's it's pretty simple but there's a crazy amount of depth to it to like what you want your character to be um and i think i've got like eight or nine slots right now for all this stuff um Okay. As you go how with many the... ca- how many characters do you have? Ooh, God, honestly, I've lost count. Is this like this like sweep it in <laughs> levels of characters at this point? Mm, okay, so each stage, uh, each chapter has five stages, and there's an extra chapter for each okay. one of these too. So, and I think there's ten chapters in the game. So we're talking fifty. I've unlocked probably thirty, and then you can make your own too. You can make okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The character you start out as, you make you make yourself. So, fantastic. That's yeah. <laughs> um, you of of course as the as the game goes on, you unlock better weapons that you can buy at the shop. And now the kind of cool thing with the weapons is you can also add titles to the weapons, which uh, gives them stat buffs. So right now, like the sword I've got that I earned doing a quest uh, is one of the reasons why I'm probably even surviving a lot of the stuff I'm doing right now is like it's so strong. And I added, um, I think it's Studly to four of the five slots and it adds... Well, I mean, uh, naturally, plus, what else? You, got, you well, have to be Studly. Well, well of course. So, yeah. uh, it adds uh, two, two, or two points to your attack, your SP, which is um, basically like your ability points. And sure, yeah and your defense and then one i added the fifth slot i did i did a plus three defense so it's certainly helped a lot now the only way you can um like unlock these things and buy them basically and have a blacksmith like tack it on to these weapons is you have to use them so it encourages you like if you get a new new item you kind of can go back and just you know go through the bullshit enemies and just power on that way so it's like like muramasa think that yeah, yeah get, kind of yeah. god it's been so long yeah. since i played that one I'm i really liked i really liked muramasa oh yeah i did too yeah, i, I, really I didn't it. i don't think i actually finished it but i played the hell out of that i thing. I, I got both endings i think i got the true ending for okay. it so but yeah anyway sorry no you're fine you're fine um yeah, yeah so yeah. that's 
yeah, so, I mean, I haven't finished this thing, I guess, in about halfway through Chapter 6 right now, and I'm, I don't know, 20-something hours into this game. So it's, <laughs> Okay, it's, that's not what I said. I didn't affect that much, of, that long of a game, personally, <laughs> but okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I barely touched the uh, the side, the, like, the like the extra dungeons, the random dungeons. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've barely, <laughs> like, I've gone into them maybe two or three times just to check them out. So, I mean, there's there's a whole levels of this game that, like, I haven't even touched. And then there's online mode where you can have people come in and play with you. Uh, you can compete against them if you want. I guess there's there's a lot to this game. Um, I don't think the Vita version has the online mode. I think that's the okay. one, like, crippling thing to it. But for the most Does part, it have this ad game hoc is... or, like, local or whatever no, to there's, it? There's no, there's no multiplayer. I think that was the thing. I think that was sort of the conceit to make this game work on the Vita was they had to take that out. Okay. So Sure. But, um, yeah, this, there's, there's a lot to this game. I mean, if like this kind of like quick hit dungeon crawl sort of game where you just grind and grind and grind and grind, and like I said, the combat's really good. I mean, it's snappy. There's so many different weapon types. I think there's eight different weapon types you can use. Maybe 10. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Uh, I mean, so you, you're going to find something that does it for you. And it just, this game just like, it really kind of spoke to me. And like I started playing, it I was like, "Oh God, this is perfect." And then that, and I started playing Drifting Lands in the middle of this, and that's when I was like, "Oh man, I guess I can't go two for two on this." It was, yeah. Uh, forgive me if you said this already, but did you are are there classes in this game? Like, oh, the characters pick up like different classes, or yeah. are they just kind of like skins? yeah, there's, there's okay, classes. They um, okay. it basically just affects like stat growth and stuff like that. So I mean, if and okay. it also depends on like what weapon varieties you like. I mean, if you per prefer like you know magic st magic staffs and everything and stuff like that you want to go with you know some you know something more magic oriented sure. um yeah there's some th there's some of the classes do things better than others like there's one there's one class that like will move through shrubbery and stuff without without any kind of hindrance or anything like that so yeah i'm looking at the game right now i kind of like i like the art style i kind of like it's, it's all right it's uh but yeah it's really right, this game like sounds yeah. it's real basic like pixel art so i'm yeah you, you can also make the characters kind of look however you want to so that's kind of okay if you can if you have that level of customization and uh skill <laughs> you can you can make whatever you want basically <laughs> but i i do not have that uh when i played 3d.game heroes i went online downloaded a uh downloaded a a link one and a uh, dragon or you know dragon warrior dragon quest uh hero one and uh threw it on there and that was that was the end of my creativity was stealing somebody else's work so okay but yeah this this game uh <laughs> this game kind of came out of nowhere for me so i was very surprised with it and i'm liking it a lot I guess so far i like how we both had games that, that bored us to tears and games that came out of nowhere for us yeah so that's, that's uh yeah yeah, that's so always this nice. thing, yeah this thing's on the ps4 steam and vita right now so i'm I'm actually kind of wanting to get the soundtrack too, because it also you can go to, um, you know, kind of chip tunes or more orchestral type stuff, and I really like it either way. It's kind of one of those things like I don't mind either. Like normally, I, I think I would lean more towards chip tunes just because of the limitations. It sort of sticks in my head a little bit more, but like even the orchestral stuff's pretty good. So I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to go figure out a way to get the soundtrack for this thing. So, right, but yeah, very cool. Very cool. That's uh that's Cloudoon Returns. This is Sengoku. So I mean the the original one was Cloudoon. Uh, this is an RPG. So yeah, <laughs> this is, this is, uh, you know na naming naming's hard. Yeah, naming stuff is hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Brevity is not their uh 
He's not their strong yeah. suit when it comes to naming stuff. So, anyway, um, that's basically all we've been playing. So why don't we take a little break here and we'll come back with uh, talking about the Super Nintendo Mini or the Classic or whatever you want to call it, and uh, we'll we'll run down what I bought over the last like five weeks. So, uh, we are going to start off with everyone's favorite segment that we have all missed so dearly. I am sure, dear listener, you have missed this entirely. <laughs> John, what segment is this? <clears throat> Jason's Ultra Shame File EX Plus Alpha Arcade Edition. There we go. I thought this is like shitty game. I thought there was a shitty in there somewhere originally. Oh, it was shitty at first, but I, that would insinuate that they're all bad games. I don't want to say that they're all bad games. Some of them are good games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. I swear we missed a beat on that. But yeah, no, you bring a good point yeah. to the table on that. So, yeah. Yeah. okay, so let's start off here. Uh, I bought 3D Echo the Dolphin for the 3DS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get off to a roaring start. Okay. Yeah, well, that was yeah. a game, like, I always found a little too difficult. And there's, like, some super dolphin mode in this one where you're basically not invincible, but effectively invincible. So I was like, okay, that's uh, that seems more like, because I, I really have always kind of wanted to go through just to play, play for the story. Have you seen the end of that dolphin. game? Story. See where that game a... goes, huh? <laughs> have you seen the end of that game? Echo um, the Dolphin. No, I've I've heard enough about it that I'm like I have got to play this game to the end. Eventually. Oh man, it's I've seen just... that game to complete, played to completion. It's a treat. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, that's yeah. yeah. Like I said, that's that's one of those things that just like it's always been sort of like I, I really should play this game. Like it sounds like right up my alley. It just sounds like really fucking weird. Yes, it is. Is it Sega? Did Sega do that? Yes, sir. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if it was in house or not. <laughs> so, yeah. It makes sense. Yo, yeah, yeah. Sega's. Yeah. When Sega hits, they hit. When they miss, they, well, they, they miss. So. When anyway, they miss, they uh, moving on here, I bought Mafia Three for the Xbox One. I I really liked Mafia Three. I mean, I I reviewed it last. It's my first review, actually. Was um, it the first? Yeah, it's my first mm-hmm. one. It's uh, I gave it a three because it, it gets it's a very repetitive game, but the story is a very strong. I still I really like that story in yeah, the game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think you said like pacing was its kind of big issue. Yeah. So okay, um, I like this name. It's just so stu- Dragon Sinker, Descendants of Legend. Dragon Sinker. Sinker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, you, you think like dragon slayer or something like that but sinker so it's like okay so we've got a yeah. water dragon and you poke a hole in it and just watch it float to the bottom i guess i don't know <laughs> or um, it's a it's a it's, it's a fishing game you know you gotta use a sinker bobber there you go anyway 
Uh, yeah. Actually, it's basically yeah. just a like a pretty simple uh, Chemco like 3DS RPG. But actually, like I played a little bit of it. And actually, kind of like it. I'm, it's one of those things like I have got to get into this thing as soon as I catch back up with uh, my backlog here. So, um, Drancia Saga. Uh, it is. Oh man, I don't know how to, how to describe this thing. Drancia Saga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind god i you know i i really don't know how to describe this thing basically you are on think of it oh man i'm trying to think yeah are you familiar with uh summon night swordcraft story at all no no i don't know if i, I don't even know if i understood every, everything you just said okay fair enough, so, fair enough. yeah okay um yeah. so summon night uh swordcraft the swordcraft games they're um Oh god, I want to say think of it like a like a like a 2D fighting game, but it's like an RPG because multiple enemies pop up and you gain experience stuff like that and you, so eh, like god. a brawler? God, not really because it's <laughs> literally just on like there's no um there's no like 3D plane to it. You are basically just on okay. like a Mario like, you know, like 2D plane and that's it. So, uh you have enemies coming from top bottom left right um every you know kind of everywhere in between on that and you basically just run into them which is your attack um okay level up i mean it's 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 really just this kind of like mindless kind of dumb it would almost be a good fit on a phone except it's a little too i would say like fast paced for that but it, it was like stupid cheap on the 3ds eShop, and i was like yeah sure why not i'll give it a shot and i actually liked it quite a bit so I'm not saying like it's I'm I'm gonna go back to it anytime, but I played it for a couple hours. That's, that's kind of like, like a, a disclaimer for the segment in general, so it's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 should. I guess we should note um, every time we do this segment that these are games I bought. And if you're, I mean, this could be your first time you're listening to this podcast. And if it is, uh, that doesn't mean I played any of these things at all. Like I didn't touch Mafia Three at all. I haven't played 3D uh, Echo the Dolphin at all. So. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two that I'm way more interested in than the other two you described. Yeah. Well, so. you know. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Donkey Kong 94. Donkey Kong 94? Yeah. For the, uh, it's, uh, it's on the 3DS Virtual Console, but it was a Game Boy game. It was basically just... Oh, um, have you never heard of this one? Is it just Don- Donkey Kong, like original Donkey Kong? So, but like, kind of, know, yeah. Mario... Just a, a, a nicer version of it? Yeah, Mario's, Mario's got uh, the okay. three like the three jump thing where he'll actually like jump higher, and this predates that in Mario sixty four. So it's a little little strange, but I mean the level design and it's really cool. Oh. Like I remember playing the hell out of this thing as a kid, and I forget what podcast was talking about it, and they mentioned it was on the three DS Virtual Console. I was like, holy hell, I must have missed that one, and I went back and bought it and haven't touched it. So, but it's there. So whenever I get All the right. itch. Uh, Disney Afternoon Collection for the PS4. That's a cool little thing. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can do it without Tailspin, but... Yeah, you know, what not, you not everything's gold. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, we're going to get to the part here where I want you to guess what this is, uh, or what kind of game this is. Red Goddess, Inner World. Uh, Red Goddess, Inner World. Oh, man, that could be a lot of different things. Uh, this... It's on PS4. It's on PS4. Point click adventure game. No. (laughs) Uh, Exploratory platform, otherwise more commonly known as Metroidvania. Ah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, I bought Torment Tides of Numenera. Okay. I know that is. That's one of those I've been wanting to get for a while. Uh, Let's see. That may be it. Oh, no. No, there's Drifting Lands. Uh, oh, uh, I bought the original version of Final Fantasy Tactics just because I wanted to compare like the differences between the PSP version. Um, Gore started getting a Tactics Ogre, and it kind of it seems weird, but it kind of made me want to go and like check out Final Fantasy Tactics to see if maybe somewhere in my head like I was wrong that Tactics Ogre is far superior to it. And I played a couple hours of it, and I, I'm, I'm kind of sticking with my opinion. I think Tactics Ogre is a better better game ultimately. So. Okay. You, you think you think it's far superior to, to Tactics or to Final Fantasy Tactics? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If uh, I've I've I played very little of both. I've, I've played give, each one with very I would, little. Let me so. see. I mean, if we did a ten point scale, I would give Tactics over probably a ten, and Final Fantasy Tactics an eight. I would say. Okay. So I mean, it's still a great game, but it just I yeah, it's know. cool. It's a cool game. Now, if we were gonna talk like. The original Tactics Ogre versus the original Final Fantasy Tactics. I could see putting Final Fantasy Tactics above it, just because the grinding's not nearly as, we'll say, obnoxious. I suppose. Yeah, I feel like Tactics is more accessible. Final, Fa- Final Fantasy Tactics is more accessible because I feel I can't just say Tactics for this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. it doesn't work that yeah. way. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah, it's a Final Fantasy game, so that makes sense that they would make it a more accessible version of that. Yeah. So. It also came out, you know, a few years later down the road after Tactics Ogre came out and was, you know, made by a lot of the same people. Yeah, lessons learned and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, War of the Lions came out and they didn't really fix too, too much. They added a couple things in there. They added, uh, you know, they added like a character, I think, from uh, Final Fantasy Tactics A2, I think it was. And Cloud's still in there, which, big whoop. I mean, you know, you get him and everyone, every one of your characters is, like, level 40 at that point, and he's level 1, so it's like, oh, great. he's gonna... Yeah, but he's got a really big sword. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But at that point in the game, I think you also could have Orlando. And once you get him, yeah. it's like, you can just, I mean, at, at that point, he just becomes the, the cheat mode for the game. Like, just throw him in your party, and you just fuck everything, so. I have no nostalgia for 7, so that, that really never did anything, that would never do anything for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even, even going back, like, and I haven't played it more recently for the uh, for the game club we did. I, I'm like I said, I, I don't hate the game anymore. Certainly not really thinking I will ever go back to it again. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on here. Uh, I bought Root Letter for the PS4, which is a. Can I guess? Root Letter. Mm-hmm. Adventure game. <laughs> yeah, graphic novel basically. Okay, yeah. I was, some story thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Okay, and we talked about this, I think, like two episodes ago. Uh, River City Knights of Justice. We did talk about that. Yeah. So. I haven't played it yet, but okay. I bought it. Oh, um, and because I'm a sucker for whatever my daughter wants, uh, Sonic the Fighters. Which is an Sonic. awful title and a awful fighting game, but... Wait, is that the like the old fighting game? The old yeah. Sonic fighting game? Yeah. With the, like... With all the all the mascots you know and love from that series, every yeah. single one. Of them. Yeah, including I think characters from like the TV series, maybe. Like yeah, I recognize a couple of them from the TV series, and that's like about it. But I don't know. I couldn't I mean, name great... them for the life of me. Oh, you can't name. You don't know the Sonic characters' names on top of your head. You don't no. know the vast lore of Sonic on top of your head. Uh no, no. Unfortunately, no, you know, you no. think I, you think I'd have that down already, but no. Are you telling me it's dumb? 
Are you telling me the Sonic lore is not good? Well, I'm also I'm also telling you that my six year old daughter, who has really never played a fighting game outside of uh, Smash Brothers, uh, managed to beat this on normal on her uh, without or no, she died once. Did she enjoy her time with it? Yeah, she likes it. Okay. She thought it was funny, like just because she was using Sonic and just literally spamming the kick button, just kicking the shit out of somebody with Sonic. So. It was a Big the Cat. Tell me it was Big the Cat. Uh, I think Big the Cat was probably in there. I don't know. And, uh, let's see, last game I bought was Valkyria Revolution, which, from all accounts, I may be regretting. <laughs> I I read the that, the first line of Polygon's review that was going around was pretty good. Uh, did you see that? No, uh, no, I, I, I kind of stay away from Polygon unless uh, Matt Leone writes for it, so. Yeah, I usually do, too. I just, like, t- Twitter, they were retweeting the first line of it. It was not the, <laughs> not the kindest. I read a Game Informer's review of it too uh but yeah it was not the kindest <laughs> opening line to a for a game yeah they gave it a four that, yeah, that sounds about right from what yeah. i heard um cat yeah. and nadia from us gamer were talking about it on uh, acts of the blood god their uh, rpg podcast and yeah that sounds like one of those things i'm like oh man i don't know if i really want to even play this thing because uh, i think nadia was playing it on the vita and she said like the textures looked like ps2 level at best Good, good, good. So like a Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, I don't even know about that good, man. <laughs> I mean, damn. in screenshots, some of those Dynasty Warriors games look okay. Like, they look, I mean, like, the newest ones look like they're like, I don't know, maybe like early PS3 at this point. Yeah, they're getting there. Yeah, they're getting there. They're catching up. They're catching up yeah. like one generation behind there, so. Yeah. And, yep, that was it. So that was, like I said, surprisingly very little I bought. I've got a bunch in my uh, yeah. in my Steam cart right now that I'm, I put it in the cart and I was like, okay, you come back to it the last day of the Steam sale and if you actually do want it, you can buy it. But just hold off because otherwise I was going to end up dropping like 80 fucking dollars on Steam sales shit. So. Uh, that's such as the curse of yeah. the Steam sale. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so. But anyway, that is everything I have bought, so that ends that segment. So let's move on. We're going to talk about, um, well, actually, did you, did you want to go over that, uh, that Hitman thing real quick? Uh, yeah, sure, really quick. I mean, IO Interactive, uh, was, became independent. They, they were bought out by Square, or however that works. Uh, and they retained full rights to the Hitman, to the Hitman IP. So, uh, so fans of the last year's Hitman, which was, by all accounts, extremely good. Mm-hmm. I've uh, and I've seen it pl- pretty much everything in that game played, uh, at least once. It's uh, so yeah, they, they keep. Uh, I think they kept all their IP too as well. Uh, so they have Freedom Forces. Uh, wait one second. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't even think of an IP. Oh never, ne- never mind. They did not. Get, they, it's unclear if they got the other ones as well. The other ones are Freedom Force. Mini Ninjas and Cannon Lynch. So okay, well, but yeah, but, but they kept the import. They kept the big one though. Uh, fans of last year's game were very upset to he- when they found out Squ- uh, Square was trying to uh, uh, sell uh, IO, or they were gonna. So they were worried for the franchise, but you know, they're it's in good hands. These people s- seem to have uh, figured out the right formula, and they're gonna continue uh, making this. So that's, uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad about that. People really liked, like I said, people really liked that game last year. Yeah, and I know you liked it. The little you played of it, so. Yeah, I really got into that one. Yeah, I got a Jason McMaster from a quarter to three, and 
works for another site too, and I don't remember which. But yeah, I, I got him to thank for that. I watched him play it on uh, on YouTube a few times, and I was like, all right, uh, I think I'm gonna check this game out. So, and yeah, like the three levels I played of it, I really kind of enjoyed it. I've Hitman's always been one of those series like I wanted to like, and I just could never like click with it. And this one, like it's, this one, clicked with me. So yeah, it's been the same for me. I've always enjoyed watching it more than playing it. It's just. Uh... It's a little, it's a little too slow for me at times. Uh, so it's always, it's always been my, my, my turn off. But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they're keeping it. They're uh, yeah. season two or, or whatever, they're, whatever they're gonna call it. If they, I, I assume they're gonna keep doing the episodic thing because that was really, really uh, yeah. successful it seems, for them. Yeah, it seems to have been pretty successful yeah. for them. So it's a good way to do that game because uh, those maps are very, are very large. And it allows you to mess around with them for a while. It um this is the most uh, talk I've heard about Hitman. Oh, let, me, let me see rephrase that. The most continuous talk I've heard about Hitman yeah. in forever. Like the last one I guess was Absolution, and the only thing I remember anybody talking about was like the uh, the killer sexy nuns or whatever in like the trailer for that. Thing. Yeah, I remember that game was just okay. Like <laughs> the the feeling I got from it, most people that played it. Yeah, that. that... Like it, that sort of like came and went out of the zeitgeist very quickly. So, I mean, this Hitman, like it seemed to have like hit with enough people, like it kept getting brought up. And I think, like you said, that episodic thing helped a lot because it kept dripping out new content to people. So it kept it on people's minds. Yeah. And they, they, they nailed the feel of it and they got the the tone right. So yeah, it's cool. Good for them. I'm glad they're, uh, they're going to keep making that. Indeed, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's always good when somebody like that, like they put in the hard work, and it was nice that Square actually let them keep it. So yes, it's kudos almost. to them for all the weird shit they do. Sometimes I good on them for doing that. So all right, uh, yeah. So speaking of uh, weird shit people do, let's let's talk about a little Nintendo thing here. So we've got uh, just what was it? Just a few days ago, uh, the Super Nintendo Classic Edition got announced. We we talked about this a little bit, uh, you know, like as a an inevitability there, but um, yeah, it was it was gonna happen. Yeah, we, so. we I don't even remember what games we we like we I think we came up with like five. We were like had to be on there, and I think all five of those ended up being on there. So, but we'll run down the list real quick here, and how about this? We'll I'll, you uh, you give a thumbs up or a thumbs down rather than on this uh, Super Mario World. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Thumbs down. No, I mean, yeah. no, clearly yeah, thumbs fuck up. That I mean, game. One of the garbage. Yeah, one of the, yeah, one of the best platformers ever made, period. So, yeah. uh, Super Mario Kart. Sure, you know, it's, uh, that's a, it was an important game. It's the first one in a really big series for them. So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm really up in the air about this one. This might be a thumbs down for me because I've played it pretty recently and it hasn't aged particularly okay. well. So, Especially with like Mario okay. Party out there, and then you know what? We're looking Mario at different games. lists, so I don't know which order you're going in. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm surprising you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm right on Nintendo's site, so. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Clearly, thumbs down because they should just dedicate a a, a Super Nintendo to just this game by itself. <laughs> just the gold Super Nintendo. Thumbs <laughs> uh, fucking down, Nintendo. This deserves its own yeah. own Super Nintendo. <laughs> so. That's the that is the best game on the list. So. Yeah, um, I would say maybe a close second on that might be Super Metroid. Uh, I like I, Super Metroid. I don't know if I, I don't know if it's my second favorite game on the list, but yeah, it's it's would, a da- it's ooh, a damn fine game. Ooh, so. you know what? I might yeah, I might reach. Okay, it's in the top five of this thing. I oh yeah, it's a it's the best Metroid. Uh, I 
I like Prime a lot. I know it's kind of like a millennial thing to say, but um, it's uh, you and your anyway. Prime, millennial. Yeah. Okay. Uh, F Zero. It's it's a mode seven. It's, it had to be on there. It's kind of a big. That was kind of like the thing for Super Nintendo. So yeah, was, yeah I don't really care about F Zero. So yeah, but, that's one of those series like I don't understand people's clamoring for a new one. I'm like, it's kind of it's done its thing. I don't think we really need another one. But whatever. Yeah. I think if Nintendo was able to make that series any more interesting than it was, they would have already, and they clearly haven't done anything with it since the GameCube, I want to say. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I'm going to save this other one here for, for our last topic. Uh, Street okay. Fighter 2 Turbo. Uh, I like Street Fighter 2 a lot. Yep. So. I We, we talked about this off the air. I would have preferred Super Street Fighter 2. I just had a... Uh, I just had more of an Japan affinity is getting towards that, that one. So... so. Just more characters. I think Turbo is the one I played the most, but so. Yeah, because I think I went from the original Street Fighter 2 to uh, Super Street Fighter 2, so. But, yeah, Turbo Turbo is uh, still still Street Fighter 2, which is a very good fighting game. (laughs) Still a damn fine game, so. Okay, uh, Super Punch-Out. It's good, it's not Punch-Out. Yeah, but it's still yeah. Yeah, definitely not as memorable as the original Punch Out. I'll still give it a thumbs up for being on there. I don't, I don't have a big problem with it. So yes, it's a good game. Yeah, uh, Super Castlevania Four, thumbs up for me. Um, it's it's very important Castlevania. It's I is Rondo I, a, a SNES game? It is right. Um, feel like kind of yeah. It yeah. never came out in the states. I, I yeah. know, I know that wouldn't they would not put that on there. I'm just saying it's. Castlevania 4, I feel like, is hard to go back to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I would even hesitate to say it was an important one, because nothing really ever was the same. It, it was sort of kind of a, its own thing. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's just, it's kind of the one you associate with the, with the Super Nintendo. I yeah. mean, it's kind of, so, I mean, it says Super in the title, so that makes sense. <laughs> and, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the Turbo, or TurboGrafx CD got the kind of definitive version of, uh, of Rondo of Blood anyway, so... Yeah, it's anyway. a really good game. Okay, Donkey Kong Country. Uh, doesn't age very well, but it's it's got to be on there. You got to put that game on there. I'm so. gonna give it a thumbs down. I really don't like that series <laughs> at all. So I know. I mean, but people really, the people that really love it, it's it's it was a huge deal when it came out. Oh yeah, I no, I remember. I mean, I I, I got yeah. the VHS tape from Nintendo Power, so I've seen that VHS tape, <laughs> but uh, I had it. So. Yeah, it's uh. But yeah, you you have to put that game on the list. It's, it'd be weird if it wasn't on there. I don't know about weird. I just I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's one of those games. It's just it's kind of tied to the Super Nintendo. Maybe I'm crazy, but you I, know. I I I would say that one glaring omission should have been on there instead of this. But anyway, um, oh, they, uh, we're we're, we're going to talk about a game that's not on the list. Don't yeah. don't you worry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Mega Man X. Uh, I'm wholeheartedly giving a thumbs up to that one because that's that's for me probably one the of my top X ten games. games the best x game and it's uh i still prefer two to x but i like Mega Man x also so yeah see Mega Man x for me is it, it's my favorite Mega Man game period so mine's Mega Man too but yeah x is nothing wrong nothing wrong with like an x the most it's yeah I would, really I would, me i would go like x three and two and just because i have three is kind of where i like really got the feel for Mega Man. so yeah i feel like three gets too hard at the end i feel like it's it's not as well balances too is but you know all Mega Man games get way too hard at the end anyway so yeah yeah, yeah. 
uh, Kirby Superstar. Uh, I have no Kirby affinity. Okay. <laughs> I have no opinion really on Kirby games. I'm gonna give. I don't. A, I'm gonna say like this okay. is the best Kirby game. So okay, yeah. I don't think I've ever really played a Kirby game. Maybe a little. I play. I guess I played that some here and there, but I really have no opinion on Kirby games. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like God, when we first did this, started this site up, I think it was like Kirby's twentieth anniversary, maybe. And we did like a whole week of like Kirby material, and it was just like, yeah, it, it was kind of cool. Like, it, it was nice to actually get a bunch of us together, and we all kind of uniformly attacked something. It was kind of nice to have that, and we even did a podcast, which is now gone, but had Frankie <laughs> on, and Vanessa, and Ashley, who was Frankie's uh, co-host on his podcast. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, Superstar, I think, is probably my favorite. Um, next to, I think, like, next would be, like, maybe Mass Attack, just because it's completely different. Oh, and by the way, Vanessa, if you're listening, you still have my copy of Mass Mass Attack. I would, <laughs> I would like that back eventually. I think I gave that to you, like, four years ago. <laughs> so He's been thinking about it ever since. He loves yeah, Mass yeah, every time I see Kirby, I think, Vanessa, you have my Mass Attack, so... Uh, anyway, uh, Final Fantasy three slash six, whatever. Um, uh, is that is that your favorite Final Fantasy game? I uh, as yeah. most people, yeah, it's most, yeah. So, uh, I've tried to play it earlier this year. It's a good game. I did not think it was a bad game at all. I just, uh, I just don't think those uh, JRPGs are ever gonna be for me. Those kind of, like those older ones. You yeah, know? but it, it's a really good game from what I did play. Yeah, so. I, I can I can totally understand that. It's it's yeah. it's kind of a tough one to get into just because of how long it is. I mean, I think it's a great game, and there's some tricks to getting around some of the stuff. And I think I think we even talked about this with Tyler um, when we were interviewing about Shadows of Adam. But yeah, it's the barrier to entry on this thing is a little high just because of the investment. I think like the quickest you might be able to get through it without having played it before is maybe like forty hours. Yeah, if I yeah, I've heard like 30 to 40. I think you could possibly get it done in 30, I've seen. But yeah, it's not it's by no means a short game. Even. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean there's there's tricks you can do with like with um with accessories and stuff that can make it a lot easier to get through, but yeah, there's I think maybe the quickest day you could reasonably get it done if you've played it a bunch and it would be like 20, 25 hours. So Yeah. It's not a it's not a short game. It's not something to yeah quickly get get through so anyway uh let's go ahead and especially move on. when you know all especially oh. when you know all the twists beforehand so that kind of kills the uh enthusiasm for the story because i already know what happens in pretty much all the stuff that happens in that game yeah so yeah. i mean you know it is like yeah. a 20 something year old game at this point so yeah yeah it's a little yeah. yeah a little hard not to have known about that especially like one that's i mean you know i don't know the plot twists on uh, on any of the lufia games and they're about the same age but you know neither do i yeah <laughs> so yeah. there's a reason that for right that now. uh final yeah. fantasy 3 is one of the finest rpg rpgs uh, made of that era so uh anyway uh kirby's dream course which i, I like kirby weird, games it's a weird is, it's a weird it's one like the i think it's the i think it sticks out the most from the list that i from what i'm looking at yeah it's just like huh like why is not one i think about when i think about this ness yeah no i i like this game but i mean personally like this is kind of a thumbs down for me like i don't i this is not one that needed to be on there there's plenty of other games that could have gone on here like yeah just odd choice (laughs) just an odd choice uh okay uh the original Star Fox, which has never been made available on virtual console in any way shape or form uh yeah i've never played the original Star Fox. i've seen it played i've never played it personally let me tell you, so, uh, it's really tough to go back to. I had the it original looked, cart. It looked like it. So. I was uh, 
when I was going through uh, my binge, I think last year, uh, I had Star Fox. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna play Star Fox. And I hooked it up to my to my uh, you know my uh, flat screen 27 inch uh, CRT TV with my Super Nintendo, and I plugged it in, and boy, I was not having fun with that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? I'd be happy to sell this. Somebody else might like this. So, yeah, uh, yeah. The the frame rate chugging to like you know five frames a second kind of kills a lot of it. So anyway, um, the big one for me that is another one that they never ever have put on a virtual console of any form is... or any console of <laughs> any form. Oh wait, we're not there yet. We're not no, there yet. No, no, no. no. Uh, Super oh. Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so, it's a, See, the way you feel about very, Super Mario Odyssey, like I'm like, well, why don't you like Yoshi's Island? I don't understand it. It looks great. It's adorable, but fucking, yeah, It's just eh to me. Yeah. Well, see, uh, that's the way I feel yeah. about every Mario game, basically, anymore. It's like, it's like, oh, hey, look, same shit all over again. Cool. He's got a hat this time that he throws, and it possesses things. Jason, you don't understand. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I think I do understand. That's the problem, so... <laughs> But yeah, you can go play your crying baby game. I certainly will. I think this yeah. thing has a lot more character, so. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's a well, good game. I, yeah, it's a, yeah. I'm not saying, I will not say Yoshi has a bad game. It's a good yeah. game. I was, I was waiting for you to try, I was waiting for you to try to fight that one. I was like, all right, no. well, I'll just no. throw you to the wolves on that no. one. Internet coveters, go no. for it. No, no, no. It's a well-made game. Yeah. Uh... Um, Super Mario RPG, another one that I was like, okay, I don't know why this is on here, but. Hey, that's a, that's, that's kind of an important game. That's a, it kind of created a whole spinoff series by itself too. Yeah, it's and, not a it's not particularly good, but uh, the first two Paper Mario's are good. No, no, I'm talking about Super Mario RPG. Oh, I think it's I, I've played it many years ago at this point, but I have played. I thought it was pretty good. I I, I, I played it fairly recently, and I I I don't think so. <laughs> I'm uh, not saying it's bad, but it's yeah. not good. Yeah, it's a, it's such a weird thing too. To think about the the title Super Mario RPG is by itself a title like that is pretty weird to think about. Yeah, but yeah it created a, a whole cool spinoff series like the Mario and Luigi games too. Yeah, I was gonna so. say it created two spinoff series basically. Yeah, yeah. So it it belongs on the list in my opinion. It's an it's for importance at least. I think uh, I think it's gonna be one of those that like a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for. I mean, you know, like like my age except you know if you haven't played it recently you're gonna go back to it and you're like uh, i could see that happening so yeah uh contra 3 alien wars it's the best contra so it's you know yeah I, this one seemed like a kind of a kind of a given like this sort of yeah. had to be on there like when i when i think super then, nintendo a, like, this... i don't immediately go to contra but like i remember like a launch window like this was like one of those games like oh this game is like just fucking awesome so i'm glad yeah it's, it's cool it's it's a cool game, and it, they put two controllers on this one specifically for like this game and uh, and Street Fighter. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, it, a good. That's a cool game to play with someone. Uh, one thing they unfortunately didn't figure out a way to work the extent of the multiplayer was Secret of Mana. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, how many players does Secret Secret of Mana? Uh, up to three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I've never played Secret of Mana. I've only heard I've heard great things about it. Never played it though. I I love so, it, and I'm gonna say if you had a hard time getting into three or Final Fantasy three, Secret of Mana is probably gonna be hard to get into too. Okay, I've heard there, it's a little more action, a like the combat's at least like action too. But you know, but 
yeah, I I would still give it a shot at least from all the good I've heard about it. Yeah, uh, one of one of my favorite game soundtracks, Hiroki Kakuta did that one, and it's it's up there. It's probably top five of like my favorite video game soundtracks. So, uh, let's see next uh, Earthbound, which that, yeah I, seemed like a yeah. I mean, played a little bit of Earthbound. I like how weird it is, but I mean, I've, a little grindy. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's something else uh, we talked about with Tyler was yeah, it's uh, going back to it's 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 I really do like it. It's just it, there's a lot that they could have trimmed back on that game with. Like they did not need to be even even with the uh, the enemies running away from you and you know you get the instant kill uh, victory screen thing. It's uh, yeah. it's a bit of a long game. So okay, uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. That's another one I could have done without being on there i don't really i've never played it i've never i don't think i've played ghosts and goblins before i've never played ghouls and ghosts so you've effectively played it then so yeah that's what i figured the same game it's really nothing else to it so okay and the the oddity here which is just like miracle upon miracles uh i've played this in one form uh but this is the Uh, the, i guess rom form yeah i guess the completed version of this game now uh which is Star Fox 2, which has never been released on anything except ROM sites, basically. Like, somebody got a hold of a, of a prototype build, and they kind of, like, worked on finishing it. But this is the official finished product from Nintendo now, so this is... Yeah, it's... Something. They, they're they they're advertising it as 20 games plus one. Not saying 21 games, they're saying 20 games plus one, because Star Fox 2 is, like, a brand new... Technically, a 2017 release. Yeah, um, so. I forget who it was, but like they they put up a, pic- a picture of themselves like in their team, like they had a like a launch party basically for it. Yeah, it's uh, I've heard it's okay. That's about <laughs> where yeah. I would land on that. Um, I think it's a pretty yeah. big damn deal that they did this, but I yeah, I'm like, sure, it's not a great game. Um, uh, it. Let me see how to how to explain this. Um, Nintendo's got a good history of not throwing away ideas and uh you will see a lot of the ideas that Star Fox 2 did in um in uh Star Fox 64 as well as uh I think it's Star is it Command was the DS one yeah it was Command yeah yeah um Command wasn't great either uh Star Fox 64 I think you know the I would hasn't aged very well Mm, I would say Star Fox 64 is about the only one of those games that's playable anymore. Yeah, I'm, and uh, it kind of goes like most 64 games didn't age very well. So, um, but. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, really, like the only ones I think that are you can kind of go back to is like Mario 64, Paper Mario, Ocarina, Ocarina maybe Majora. I, I, Majora I think, is weird as shit, though. So I think the, yeah. yeah, I think the 3DS version kind of killed the any reason to ever go back to the 64 version so so yeah. i i think like my like my big hang up on this thing is like okay so star fox 2 has never been released and this is as of right now the only way that this thing is going to be playable now we all know how this is going to go uh i'm this is going to be the one i want to get i i will pay the scalper price for it if i have to but for the people who aren't going to do that but they want to try star fox 2 there's not going to be an avenue for them to play it which is pretty shit. And also, like, right now, there's no Yoshi's Island and there's no Star Fox for people to actually play on, like, a virtual console. Now, again, I don't think that's a big sin for either of the Star Fox games, but just as, like, a novelty thing, it'd be great to have a Super FX game, so... 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, Nintendo really hasn't talked about their virtual console setup or whatever they're thinking for the Switch yet, so hopefully this is something. Um, Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do ever. Yeah, I mean, this is Star Fox Two. Just for the sheer like novelty of it, like the virtual console, yeah. like, if it comes out on virtual console. I'll pay. I'll pay a premium price for it. I mean, most Super Nintendo games are eight dollars there, and I'm willing. Like you know, Earthbound was ten dollars, and I think a lot of people threw a fit about that. Um, maybe just a vocal minority, but I saw a lot of people just like over a ten, over it being ten dollars. That game yeah. is expensive as shit. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, so you're you're cool with buying a Super Nintendo. Hooking up to a TV and then paying like hundred fifty dollars bare minimum for the cart. Okay, you're in, but you're gonna bitch about the hundred or the ten dollars it costs. I mean, hell, you can get it on your 3DS and your Wii U and spend twenty dollars. So, but yeah, I like like Star Fox Two. Like just for the sheer novelty of it, I'd be willing to spend like fifteen bucks on that just like just to have it because it's like okay, well this is the complete version, you know. So, and if they ever put Yoshi's Island on virtual console not the Game Boy Advance one I'd buy that for a premium too but anyway so yeah that's that's the list uh I think the glaring omission you and I can both agree on here is Chrono Trigger absolutely that's the second best game on that console in my opinion and it's not on this list and that is a travesty (laughs) you put Kirby's Dream Course on here but you can't put goddamn Chrono Trigger on this fucking list yeah yeah see I would I would keep Kirby's Dream Course and get rid of Super Ghouls and Ghosts and put and put Chrono Trigger on Either either one, take take them off. Yeah. I I would take it over most of the games on this list. Like yeah, I agree. F zero F zero can go to the curb for all yeah. I care. Yeah, I mean maybe they're like, well, we put Final Fantasy three and Earthbound on here, shouldn't and Secret of Mana and Super Mario RPG. I guess it's all the RPGs we need. Mm-hmm. But I would take it over all of those. Yeah. For, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And they put like, you know, probably one of the single best games ever made on here with Link to the Past. So it's like, okay, well, we're giving you that, which is, you know, you know, in some circles considered an RPG. So, yeah, the only two games of the list that go on here before Chrono Trigger are that and Super Mario World. Those are the yeah. only two games that go on the list before that one does. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I like it. I like it more than Mario World, but it's, you know, it, it, it's Mario. You can't, <laughs> it's a Nintendo system and it's Mario. Yeah. But, and as we've talked about, even on this podcast and many before, JRPGs aren't typically typically my thing, and I love Chrono Trigger, so that tells you how good that game is. It's uh, it's it's a great length for a game for an RPG, because it's not because it's like what 15 hours, 15 20 hours depending on what you do. And no, you can you I I I put it was probably like 40 for me just because. I, I mean, yeah, but you but if you just do the story or whatever, it's like a it's not that long of a game. No, yeah, it's, it's got multiple endings it, it did that kind of first and uh or at least in in the mainstream way yeah and, and so as far as console rpgs i think this is probably the probably one of if not the first yeah it's uh it's a damn good game i don't know why it's not on here maybe some licensing thing happened i don't know i i, I can't pretend to know how this stuff works yeah it's still on the wii virtual console if you go and look that up so that's a that's an odd choice i mean it's that's another weird one. I mean, but Square hasn't done anything like in North America with any of the, uh, with the, or with their Super Nintendo games as far as, uh, hell, I don't know if they've even done anything on the Wii U, but like the 3DS, it's, it's been pretty barren on there. Capcom, I think, did it pretty heavy, and that's been about it. Like really, I think Konami did it, did too, but I don't know. It's 
the uh, 3DS Virtual Console, the Super Nintendo thing, it's been mostly Nintendo supporting that. But I think, like, getting Chrono Trigger on the 3DS Virtual Console, getting, like, Final Fantasy 3 and 2, uh, you know, slash 4, 6, uh, would be would be great fits. Hell, I think even putting Mystic Quest on there would be just, a, like, a like, cute little novelty thing anyway. Yeah, it would be. It's uh, that cute baby game for Americans. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with a, with a, as we discussed with Tyler, a far better soundtrack than that thing deserved. Yes, it yes it that, does has a really good one. Soundtrack is rocking. So, um, anyway, yeah. so let's uh let, let's uh well real quick um, like game I, or another game like I'd like to see on there is Illusion of Gaia. Like it's yeah I, I've I don't heard, think I've it's heard good like things about that one that it's not like great but it's pretty damn good and Nintendo published it so it's like they they kind of have some something on there that. And it's never come out on a virtual console thing, but, but like ActRaiser has, hell, I think ActRaiser 2 ended up making it into a virtual console, but we've never seen Soul Blazer. I don't think Soul Blazer made it to a virtual console, but uh, like Illusion of Gaia never made it to a virtual console. And that's always been like one of those oddities, and maybe just because it's in licensing hell because Nintendo published it in North America, so I don't know. Uh, I said, I mean, it's kind of cheating. I would, I would like Rondo on here, but you know, that, that's that was never gonna happen. That's because basically, it's barely a Super Nintendo game. Um, yeah, I think they had to yank out two stages of on that. So yeah. Um, what else? I'm sure there's something I'm just not thinking of that I really like. Um, this is, a, I mean, it's a good, it's a really good list. I don't, I mean. We talked off the air about sports. Like, there's no sports games on here, which is kind of weird. There is a yeah, but at the same time, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can't see sports games really making it to the nostalgia thing for this. Like I, I, I think back. Like I used yeah. to play like NBA Live. I can't imagine like wanting to go back and play like NBA Live '95 or '96 or whatever. Uh, NBA Jam, and that, that's kind of a okay. Okay. That would have been a good one on there, I think. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that because of the uh, players' association, I think it would probably be licensing hell to get on there, though. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna. Yeah, Final to... Fantasy two slash four. Like, I would have liked that to have been on there, but I mean, uh, no, I think I don't they picked like the them, right Final Fantasy. But there's so. no brawlers on here, which is kind of weird too. Yeah, it would have been it would have been nice if they put like one of the final fights on there or something. Turtles and Turtles in Time. Yeah, Turtles like in Time would have been a great one. Yeah, that's that, that's one like take uh yeah yeah take Donkey Kong Country out and put Turtles in Time on there. Um, no Act Razor. I know that's kind of a cult classic that people really like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mortal Mortal Kombat Two is kind of a big one that's on there, even though it's but it's also like the worst version of that game. So that was uh, that was the version I played growing up. So I'm looking. T- would you want an ogre battle on there, Jason? Realistically, no. 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 Yeah. Like, that's not one like I would want to sit down and play on this thing. Like, I you, the PlayStation version's better anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy four, but they put they put three on there or six, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, that's what uh, I was saying. They 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 put the right Final yeah. Fantasy on there. So yeah, because you can four is far more like accessible anyway. I mean, you can play it on the PSP. So. Uh, pilot wings. Eh, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I would have skipped eh, out on pilot it, wings for me. Eh, but uh, uh, Super Bomberman, uh, Earthworm Jim. Is it no, just like, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Uni Racers. Uni Racers would have been fun. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, that's kind of. I looked at this. Uh, yeah, it's a big list of 
some games. But yeah, that's kind of. I'd say the not having any brawlers on there is kind of. I don't even like brawlers, but not having any on there is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, like like again over Kirby's Dream Course and Super Ghouls and Ghosts, like just yeah. odd choices. So, like I said, I like I like Dream Course, but like yeah, I would I think I think a Final Fight would have been a better fit on there. So. Yeah, maybe maybe Tetris, Tetris Attack. It's a good Tetris game. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> what should we call it? Um, I believe uh the Japanese version is getting that one because they they're getting paneled upon. Oh okay. So, uh, real quick, we'll, let's let's run down uh, what the Super Famicom is gonna version of this is gonna get. Uh, let me see. This is from Polygon here. Uh, Contra Three, Donkey Kong Country, F Zero, Final Fantasy VI, Fire Emblem, Mystery of the Emblem, Legend of the Mystical Ninja, uh, Kirby Superstar, Mega Man X, Panel Upon, Secret of Mana, Star Fox One and Two, Super Soccer, which okay. Um, what is? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Super Goals and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Mario World, Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, Met- Super Metroid, uh, Link to the Past, and then uh, Super Street Fighter Two: The New Challengers, which is kind of the one I would have preferred, just because again it just had more characters and it's just the one I played more of. So, and here, let's see. I'm trying to see if the European list is any different than ours, but it doesn't look like it. I think it's the same as the. Yeah, it's the same as ours. Um... You know, yeah. an auto mission for the Japanese one is, is oh no, Mega Man X is on there. Never mind. Yeah, I was like, that's a that seems like a weird one to not put on there. So, yeah, this uh, website I'm on says that Kotaku confirmed that this is only going to be sold this year. It's like it's only going to be shipped this year. It won't be shipped past the end of the year. That's so. I don't remember. Like, I don't know about confirmed, but that's what I've heard. So this seems like yeah, it's gonna be, like I said, this is going to be one of those things. Like I will just if I got to pay a scalper price for it, I'll pay a scalper price for it. I wish I could get a Famicom, but the U.S. games list. That's all I want. <laughs> so uh, get the European one. Oh, fair. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get the yeah. you get the, you get the you get the Famicom look, and it it's yeah. So yeah, I might I might get one if they ever appear ever again. I <laughs> but uh. Uh, it's I'm less likely now that Nintendo's put out like their whole plan for the virtual console, like three game, like those uh, free games every month. Yeah. So maybe they Chrono Trigger is going to be an early game. That's why they didn't put it on that list. Maybe that's going to be one of their early ones. I don't maybe. know. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I guess that's just a weird omission there. So I don't know. But yeah. <sighs> it's yeah. I mean, but all in all, I mean, they. they did a pretty yeah. good job with this one. Yeah, it's a be- some it's a lot of people's favorite consoles of all time, and it's a it, it, that list shows why. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I mean personally, like you know, I, I then you know the NES was my first system I played that I remember, but I think like Super Nintendo is where like I think kind of video games kind of found themselves ultimately. Oh yeah, it's like that that list right alone should tell you just the variety of games on Super Nintendo and just the variety of great games on there. So Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's it should I mean, it goes to say that like Kirby's Dream Course and Super Ghouls and Ghosts are kind of and like F0 or like the three like we could just like take out of there and swap out with anything else and we probably be like not really miss it. But you know, they're still good games. Like there's not a clunker in this bunch. No, absolutely not. It's uh a lot of a lot of classic games, a lot of best in the series games on there too. So 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much nostalgia for Donkey Kong Country, and I don't, I don't like it either. But I understand people <laughs> liked it, so I, I, you know, I get I've it. I've never really liked it. Yeah. Okay. So. Good. We're on the same page with yeah. that at least. So yeah, but yeah. it's like I, I, I understand why it's on there. I just that's not one like I, I, I pick this thing up. I don't play that game. So. Yeah. So that's uh, that's that. So. so uh... Yeah. I think that yeah, comes out so. the 29th of September. So. Yep. Good luck getting one. Uh, yeah. Good luck. If you didn't pre-order one already, good luck. People are already scalping their pre-orders. So God bless those motherfuckers. And God made a die of ass cancer or something. Cause the worst kind of. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, yeah, I, I guess it, this is like the NES classic. I wasn't too big on like getting like, honestly, I kind of wanted the Famicom one more just because I like the look of it more. Yeah. I, didn't care about the. I have no nest nostalgia whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I I think it also like you can get like one of those adapters where it'll take Bluetooth. So I. So rather than using the uh, you know the wired fire, I think it's like a five foot five foot wire now. Um, I'll just use the eight bit though. Uh, Super Nintendo controller. Right yeah, now, I don't. But, yeah, I'd like a I'd, li- I'd like a PS2 mini at some point. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool for me, but you know that's a that's a pipe dream. I was gonna say you're probably uh, you're probably looking at about good like 15 years down the road for that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because that system only died in what 2008. Yeah, it came out in 2000. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah because Super Nintendo was like 92. So I mean we're talking 25 years now. Yep, ninety one. It came out ninety one. Was it okay? Because yeah, yeah. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, right. so I think that about wraps that up. Um, yeah, like I said, all in all, pretty good list on that. I mean, like I said, not a clunker. There's a couple things that are a little questionable, but uh, for the most part, yeah, good, good, good solid list. Good picks on Nintendo's thing. And there's there's nothing like glaring like Galaga on the NES or Pac-Man on the yeah. NES that they put on, on the, you know, NES Classic. was like, okay. But yeah, everything here, I'm like, okay, this, these are all solid titles, so. Absolutely. So, anyway, um, that has been this podcast for this week. Uh, hope, I think we should be able to come back next week. Hopefully I'll finish Clouding Returns and I can play something else by then. But uh, if I haven't, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter, everywhere. It just, yeah, just look us up on the internet. We're, we're, we're out there as games and junk. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariola. John, we can follow you at John Lucero 777. Correct. Cool. All right. And that will end this podcast. So we will talk at you guys next week.